Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The PHNX Diamondbacks <laughs> podcast presented by Desert Financial Credit Union. Find exceptional service and financial solutions at desertfinancial.com. We are here. It is time. Let's go. It oh is time God. for the Arizona Diamondbacks to take on the Texas Rangers in game one of the World Series. And the first thing we want to start off with, if you think that this is going to be a boring series. If you think these two teams being here is going to somehow make the ratings for, for the MLB's postseason plummet, uh, then you don't know baseball. You hate baseball, Suck maybe. It. You also hate fun, potentially. But I know you have some thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, listen, I am obviously chronically online to the point where it's kind of concerning. And all I've seen all it's week crazy. is anyone that's not a Rangers or a D-backs fan saying, this series sucks. Why do I have to watch this? Because yeah. it's you know what sucks? You know what sucks? Watching the Houston Astros and the Los Angeles yeah. Dodgers in the World this Series every single year. This is the first World Series in eight years. We yeah. haven't had to suffer through watching either the Dodgers or Let's the Astros go. play, and I am freaking uh, pumped. What you, this is the year of the underdog. That's it. It's not it's only true. that, but it's the year of the young guys doing it, right? Yeah. And what, do you, what, what more would you want besides a battle between Creed and Sexy Red here for <laughs> anthems Hello? between these two? Ski, by the way, to you all. Ski, Matt, Ski, ski Patrick. Ski. Of course, I am, by the way, your mayor of the PHNX uh, podcast here, mayor of everything, mayor of the World Series, Derek Montia. This is, of course, social media goddess, the one and only Michaela Perkins. And we are joined by the very, very talented, very hot tag uh, DNVR's very own Patrick Lyons. Fresh off the plane, Patty Plantain. What's happening? I'm so happy to have you here because I know we have a lot to talk about. But what are your thoughts as an innocent bystander on the excitement level of the Rangers versus the Diamondbacks? It's the World Series. That's the only thing. That's what it's billed as is the 119th World Series. It doesn't matter who's playing. It shouldn't matter who's playing. This is for all the marbles. This is history. Whoever wins this, look, they're going to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York forever. And and their images. And you're going to have the the Commissioner's (sighs) Trophy. In your ballpark Keep forever, like going, this is what Ooh. it's all yeah. about. Yeah. Deserving or 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 not to get into the postseason. Once your ticket has been punched, you deserve to be there. And these are the two best teams that ran through the postseason. Sure, we're talking 114 wins combined, fewest ever by two teams in the World Series. Yeah, but they are the two best teams from their division 
with this playoff system, playoff format. It's the World Series. Watch. Don't be stupid. Watch. Watch. We play for rings, not ratings. That's right. We do play for rings in the desert. That's true. (laughs) Um, And speaking of that history, obviously the Diamondbacks know uh, from that magical 2001 season about winning and having, you know, holding on to that championship and being a part of that uh, impressive lineage of championship teams in Major League Baseball. But uh, there, and we've talked about this a little bit uh, with Espo on on Wednesday, but there are a lot of eerie similarities between this year and the 2001 season where the Diamondbacks won. And the similarities only are getting, or they're only increasing, right? Now the Rangers are announcing that George W. Bush is throwing out the first pitch tonight. That's the same thing that happened in 2001. Uh, Obviously, we've talked a bit about the dates lining up exactly. Exact same dates. The All-Star game being in Seattle. Uh, the same year as, uh, you know, obviously it was a in Seattle A bird was year. murdered by a pitch this year. It the was. Ace. It was the ace, too. And it was the ace you too. guys, yeah. I literally have chills. Like, I am such a superstitious person. It's I'm not crazy. even a little stitious. I'm superstitious. She's superstitious. Like, I have chills. Like, this is a team of destiny. I'm not trying to jinx anything, but I swear to God, the similarities freak me out. Like, yeah. it is uncanny. Yeah. And it I feels mean, like it's our year. And again, that's there's got to be a lot of factors for it to work out this way, especially considering that the entire f- postseason format changed. Right. And it sure. required baseball to have actually had to take time off and start the postseason late in 2001 for these dates to match up like they are. But here we are where the Diamondbacks could potentially do it. And of course, there's the, the, that talk about it being boring is incredibly yeah. off base to me. But I do know the two of you uh, are very, are, are very, very into this World Series. I know you got some facts. I think oh, it's yeah. time for a little bit of a fact off. Well, I, I don't know I'm going to because I know she's got she's bubbling she's with facts. Oh, I got some fun facts. What do you got? Y'all. Give me some fun facts. Did you know yeah. that the first ever game Tori Lovello managed? Oh, opening gonna, day yeah. 2017 against none other than the Bruce Bochy. Yep. It was a win. Yep. It was a walk off win against Mark Melanson. <laughs> not on the Diamondbacks, on the Giants not at the, the time. Yep, that, oh, that makes a lot of um, But Tori Lovello's first game. He yeah, won you got? against wow. Bochy. You got something and, for me? And Mark Melanson. From Colorado, where we both kind of are from. I don't claim him. I don't claim Mark Lynch. How about this interesting (laughs) juxtaposition? The Texas Rangers are the oldest franchise in MLB right now without a World Series. 1961, (laughs) where they were the Washington Senators. So they don't have one. They're the longest. And yet the youngest team, at least tied, are the Arizona Diamondbacks. And they do have one. That's yep. crazy. How about that? It's wild. Crazy. I mean, there's just so much going on in this. And I know we're going to get uh, to Bruce Bochy and and Tori Lavolo comparisons yeah. here in a little bit. You know what else is crazy, though? Real what, quick. What else you got? Uh, Brandon Fott. He <gasps> yeah. debuted this year. He did. Uh, okay. He debuted against the Rangers. The Texas Rangers. Yep. You want to know the last time a pitcher debuted in a season and then played them in the World Series? Well, it had to have been during interleague play, unless not. So I, I would think there's like, it's happened three or four other times. Never yeah. happened. Mm. Well, I mean, ever? Never. It would make sense, right? Like, I mean, uh, yeah. In the same season, yeah. after yeah. debuting and then playing that exact Those, same team in the World Series. And I mean, Brandon Fott is a savage, as Damon would quickly attest to, because I know our producer, Damon, <laughs> with two, would tell with you that. more than just the two A's, but yeah. two A's back to back. Yeah, savage as well. Savage. So, savage. Yeah, it's weird, <laughs> but it's savage. So, uh, But, I mean, yeah, like, how often do you actually make it that far with a rookie as part of your starting rotation and having yeah. that rookie playing meaningful baseball games in the postseason the way that Brandon Fodd has been doing. And yeah. honestly, they were t- I was talking to it about it today with a couple of guys, uh, but like I- I've had a lot of people question like why Tori Lovello is going to bullpen games and stuff. There seems to be a lot of thought that it's like a it's a like a some sort of chess match or something. And really it's just much like Brandon Fott 
you know, having to pitch here, it's just about availability. It's about yeah, arms. It's about they don't really have the full starting rotation. And somehow uh, this has worked out well for them. Brandon Fott has worked out well. But the one guy that they need, Zach Gallon. We Zach need Gallen. you, Zach Gallon. You're maybe our only hope because, of course, we cannot have performances from Zach Gallon like we had in the NLCS and really no. expect to beat this Rangers team. Uh, and I don't think we will. Uh, I do feel like maybe Zach has uh, uh, has evolved a little bit here from the playoffs, and and honestly, he has done good. He has done well in the playoffs outside of that series against Phillies. It just felt like the Phillies really had his number. Yeah, he has a three five seven ERA career against the Rangers, mm-hmm. um, a little bit higher than uh, of all these career ERA against the Diamondbacks, which yeah. is a two seven eight. So. Kind of an even matchup here a little bit, but like you mentioned, Zach Allen has, str- has struggled two losses in his last starts, um, obviously coming against the Phillies, which isn't great. He also only recorded a single strikeout in his last start. Yeah, that was surprising. Yeah, that that was was surprising. What, yeah that's yeah. definitely what's surprising. And I mean, he's, I feel like he's having problems locating, you know, because obviously, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of, a lot of the, the, a lot of those home runs hit were balls that were just thrown right down the, the middle. Cut. Yeah, right down the well, middle. Well, the game of the plan that, you Peter know, Matt Gelb, yeah, Gelb wrote about this in, in The Athletic that, you know, the game plan was recognizing that the Phillies, I think, uh, in the final couple of weeks going into the postseason, they were chasing a lot of balls out of the zone. So they yeah, really that was were. kind of the game plan. Yeah. And yet, Merrill Kelly and Zach Allen were throwing it right down the, the center of the plate, yeah. center cut fastballs, and Phillies obviously took advantage of it as one of the best home running teams, you know, this postseason. And so once they got away from that and, and actually were able to s- stick to the game plan, they won four or five. And so despite the fact that Bruce Bochy has three world series rings, he's going to be a future hall of famer over 2000 wins uh, during his, his time as, as a big league skipper and come back here in his first year, taking a team that was really bad last year too. I think the Rangers still lost by close to 90 games yeah. last year yeah. and yet takes them to the world series Tori's he's got his his hands full here, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be another chess match. Yeah, it really yeah. is. And these two guys, of course, have both been very good for uh, both teams this year. Zach Gallon and Nathan Abaldi. Here are their season stats and how they stack up in comparison to each other. And of course, it really doesn't matter. Uh, regular season stats be damned because none yeah. of that matters now at this point. Mm-hmm. Like you said, even Zach Gallon's last two starts don't really matter. This is a clean slate now, and hopefully Gallon can go out there uh, and bounce back. Answer back, if you will, like our man uh, Jay said in the chat uh, from from those bad starts. Yeah. Seventeen and nine, win and loss record for Gallon. Nathan Navaldi, who was just absolutely incredible for yeah. the Rangers this year, unexpectedly, right? Like, uh, no point did you think adding Navaldi to the starting pitching rotation was going to be the thing that unlocked the Rangers' full potential like it did. But he has been tremendous for the Rangers this year. So this is no easy task for the Diamondbacks offense tonight, but Gallon with the 3.47 uh, ERA for the regular season, Evaldi 3.63, 12.1 whip for Gallon, 1.14 for Evaldi, and then 220 strikeouts for Gallon. Meanwhile, 132 for Evaldi, not as big of a strikeout pitcher, but uh, absolutely effective in his time there with the Rangers. So uh, there is one thing that Mac brought up to me before the show, and just if if you guys think factor is going to be, uh, or fatigue, excuse me, is going to be a factor here. Yeah. Uh, because obviously Gallon has had to pitch uh, a bit more than Evaldi, and and the Diamondbacks have just asked more out of Gallon. They, they shortened up their rotation there at the end of the 
you know, the, the, the end of the season there and kind of mm-hmm. had him and Merrill Kelly pitching more. So, yeah, I uh, mean, and, and we know this is the the most game, most innings he's ever gone in his entire yeah, career. Yeah, this is the most innings Zach Allen has ever pitched. The starting matchup does make me a little bit nervous tonight um, on the mound for a couple of reasons. Fatigue being one of them, like you said, Zach has pitched the most he's ever pitched. He has gone more in the postseason than Evaldi has. And I mean, Evaldi's just been a workhorse. Uh, his playoff record is excellent. In four postseason games this October, he's yielded two runs or less three times in that amount of time. So yeah. it's, it's a little dicey out there. We all know that Zach kind of has been struggling on the road as of late as well. So I think the as matchup <laughs> forever, the you matchup, know, it seems like, yeah, the matchup on the mound does make me a little bit nervous, but if there's a game to answer back for Zach gallon, it's definitely going to be this one answer back gallon. And, and then, you know, the last time that we saw Nathan Ivaldi in the world series, you know, he was, was winning a world series with the Boston Red Sox in, in right. 2018, six innings in that 18 inning classic uh, that we had there uh and and really kind of earned his yeah. uh, his nickname of, of big game nate because he's been he's been doing that and so you know w- this entire postseason it seems as if we know when the diamondbacks are going to be locked in or when they have to win because if they don't it makes it harder later on i don't know what to expect i don't know which games they're going to win which games they're they're not no, i don't, I don't know if we get into predictions but i think diamondbacks are going to take this in seven which which four are they going to win who knows? That I have no idea. Who knows? And I, mean, I have no idea. The question that's obviously been asked is, you know, do they need to win one of these games in Texas? Yes. N- no? I think so. Well, <laughs> I mean, honestly. I think so. And, and maybe the only reason I feel that way is because of what we just saw in the series against Phillies, right? Like, first of all, I don't think that that shed that the Rangers play in out in no. the middle of nowhere in Arlington yeah. is yes. going to be nearly the environment that no. that you know, Citizens Bank Park was like the Diamondbacks are like, they're callous. They are, they are numb to that kind of, you know, environment. And now you're going to be going into like a less hostile environment. So I don't know. I'm sure the Rangers fans are going to bring it. So I don't want to be like one of those guys. that's like, oh, Mm -hmm. your fans suck compared to these other fans. Hey, first world series with uh, two retractable roofs. Oh, how about that one? I read that somewhere. No, but here's the other thing, too, uh, to consider is that the Rangers, eight of their nine wins came on the road. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say the Rangers only played four playoff games at home and they're one in three. <laughs> so, so I think the D-backs winning and capitalizing on them yeah. not being good at home is huge. Like yeah. they yeah. need to win You're in right. Arlington. Well, and I mean, it, it, it obviously it's going to be a a, a big a big thing if they're able to steal even one of these games and then come back here and play three games at Chase Field because I feel like I want the them fans here home. have been providing us. I oh, want them to win in five so That would be so great. So oh, like, winning in five would be so God, great. Win in five. Uh, big love to Alucard with the super chat. He said, just a reminder that in 01, Randy Johnson deleted a bird from existence and George W. Bush throwing out the first pitch. Yeah, we talked Fast about forward, that. We talked about all of this. Fast forward 2023, Gal did the same thing and Bush throwing out the first pitch. Alucard, Here nice. we come, yes. ring number two. Bucks, man. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so much. Card. Appreciate Yep. you uh Welcome. and of course uh while you're here make sure to check out all of the stuff we have to offer we appreciate you being here in the phn exports youtube channel make sure to subscribe to the channel sign up for notifications that way you don't miss when any of the wonderful shows that we have go live uh watch the asu podcast by the way uh totri slowly losing his mind i think over there so that's a fun <laughs> it's a fun ride into madness for them i just saw it was that was that gabby peeking out at the top over there we gotta get drop a like he was seeing if he could come in yeah. first and then he gave it we love you, you for know exactly. for me, now dude. Was a good time. He, of course that's such a gabby thing to do not be rude you so know polite. just check first before he just runs in the studio and asks everybody to drop a like make sure you do that of course uh make sure you 
you're subscribed to all that stuff. If you're listening on the audio podcasting side, make sure to subscribe there. Leave us a review, even if you want to berate me like somebody did for being too drunk during game six, which is fair. Uh, please leave us a review, and we always appreciate that feedback. I'll take that into consideration and drink less beers in non, uh, non-clinching games for Derek the Arizona so Diamondbacks. He didn't even realize it was game seven, I guess. <laughs> that yeah. was actually, no, that, was his, complaint, his complaint was about game six, to be uh, honest. He did not like that I drank three beers out of the beer bat for game six, and that maybe three beers was too many. Maybe I should have just done one, but... What were his, uh, what were his thoughts on the game seven show then? Ooh, oh my I don't know. And it might have caused him to unsubscribe, depending on his thoughts on my nipples. We but anyway. about the game eight. Yeah. Look, you know, the, the, best, the best part about this World Series, too, for anyone that like doesn't know the names, like they're, they're not a ton of like big name guys. In fact, yeah. probably the biggest name that's going to be on the field is a guy you probably have the least confidence about and really doesn't have that swagger right now in game three starter, Max Scherzer. Yeah. And of course, we'll, we'll talk about how everybody seems to prefer Brandon Fott on the bump over a future Hall of Famer, Max Scherzer in game three. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. But the young guys are really what it's the series, I feel like, is that all is, about. That's it's all what about it is. Evan Carter batting third for the Rangers tonight, yeah. second youngest number three hitter. Uh, in World Series history, and Gavin Reyna is only 23 years yeah. old himself, so right. I'm I'm assuming that combined they're the, the youngest 44, combination. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's huge. That's and, crazy. And Moreno, uh, behind the plate as a catcher at 23 years, and and so however many days, you know, one of the youngest catchers to be behind the plate since Buster Posey, who could be a future Hall yep. of Famer, didn't have yep. the longevity, but uh, did it and won a couple World Series with the Giants. You like those comparisons if you're a Diamondbacks fan. Yeah. Make sure to grab yourself the PHNX uh, shirt from the PHNX uh, Locker.com, and also grab yourself a diehard membership if you have our diehard you get 20 percent off all future purchases of course if you are not one get one today and you'll get a free t-shirt like this we are fucking dangerous shirt uh and so much more there's a brand new snakes of chaos shirt coming to the locker for you guys that's Ooh. a little that's a little preview for you for you to uh, hold out on there uh, <laughs> but of, co- of course get that diehard membership today if you don't have one and you will get uh, a shirt for free uh, speaking of the experience speaking of everything going on with this world series uh, a big part of this is obviously tori lavolo versus bruce bochi in the mm. managing matchup yep. uh, and obviously experience is a big factor here with bochi having been here Quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. Three World Series rings is nothing to shake a yeah, finger at. Four, four World Series appearances. Four appearances. Wow. And then you have, uh, obviously, Tori Lavello, who literally prior to this postseason never run. never done this. He has a handful. <laughs> he a has handful never of done this before. Games, but you know? fun fact uh, Tori has the advantage uh, all time against games managed against Bochi. He does. 33 and 28. Yeah. So. And you have that factor. Yeah. I still love that, nice. that, that his first game as a manager was against Bochi. And here they are meeting at, in the World Series. Yep. And that the D backs won that in a walk-off by hitting that off Mark Melanson. Ooh, but that 33-28 and 28 record is something. Of course, it's just like the stats we showed for the regular season. None of this matters now. But what does matter is Bochy's experience as yeah. being here before because he knows what it takes to win. Absolutely. I, I do feel like we've seen Lavallo manage very well very when it well. comes to that, doing what he what it takes to win. And obviously, a big part of that is like, he, he has this like it's almost like standing there, you know, with with the Monstars behind you. Right. And, and you know, he has that bullpen behind him that somehow yes. just pumps him up and makes him feel so confident about being like, yeah, you know what? You've gone four and two thirds. I think the pen's got it from here. Mm-hmm. Right. That is not something that Tori Lavolo probably could have ever imagined really yeah. doing early on in the season when they struggled no, they're, to they're step legit. up in big moments. They're legit. There's plenty of people that look and go, ah, I don't know if you can trust them, but. I mean, the proof is in the pudding since uh, September 5th in 35 games, 2-3-1 ERA it's incredible. for that bullpen. Incredible. And, and a lot of that is, is in the postseason. So I think 
just because you might not know Kevin Ginkle, you say, oh, wasn't he Wasn't he sent down at some point in the yeah. year? Yeah, he was. Yeah. As was Brendan Fott. What we about Ryan Thompson? I heard that guy was DFA'd by the Rays. Those are the guys doing it. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Thompson, Kevin Ginkle, and, of course, jump, jump around for Paul Seawald. The, the savior. The savior. Uh, Pope, Pope Paul the Pope, Ninth. Paul the Ninth. Uh, ben, uh, Mr. I can't see you closer. Saint of uh, patron saint of uh, of high leverage innings, but uh, that's what Tori Lobolo has to manage tonight. So of course we are excited. We are not that very not very far away from first pitch. So I do want to give you guys this because this has been very important so far during this postseason yes. run, and it's time to go over Derek's betting line to curse the opposing team. <laughs> uh, let's take a look at it if we could, Damon, please. Here are Derek's picks for tonight. Rangers win. Of course I'm taking them. And that might not even be that dumb of a bet because, of course, this is game one. I think they're going to be pumped. It's going to be difficult for the Diamondbacks to go out there against Nathan Nabaldi. I think. Uh, I'm taking the over on runs because I think there's going to be a lot of runs scored uh, in this game. I'm taking uh, Avaldi to get three strikeouts plus. I'm taking Garcia to get a home run. Let's curse his ass. And of course, because it's just <laughs> been working, Cattell Marte is going to continue his hitting streak. And I threw that one player reverse jinx, on there. Reverse jinx, reverse jinx. Yeah, reverse jinx, reverse jinx, reverse jinx. Uh, but yeah, that's, I love it. that's what we're doing with this one right now. But yeah, man, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, you could probably do a better job of making money. Uh, but as I've said in the past, that is absolutely worth my $5 right there uh, to curse the opposing team. So hopefully that keeps working. Uh, but everyone, the, like Derek's betting against us, all of the people on the broadcast pick the Rangers like keep picking against us yeah. please it is working well, for us we will be the underdogs any day of the week because we live to show up and prove you wrong and that's what's going to happen so keep betting against the Diamondbacks please uh, I'll tell you this much if the Diamondbacks need bulletin board material what they could do is look back at that series they played against the Rangers when they really smacked the Diamondbacks yeah. around right especially like you said Brandon fought in his debut there's a lot there to look at then and say look at how far we've come since this moment so far remember I remember when they played them it was literally like we were doing what well, yeah. we believed in them. We're like, man, let's see how they do against this good Rangers team because they're super hot right now. Yep. And they just smacked our ass back down to earth. Like, yep. bah, you ain't nothing, you know? And so like, <laughs> it, then there were a lot of series like that against potential playoff contending teams that made you feel like this team, this Diamondbacks team was not in that on that same level. But I think playing those high leverage games, those must win games for two freaking straight months yep. just absolutely transformed this team. Yeah. Listen to me, you guys. I'm going to get on my soapbox for two seconds. And Please I'm getting do. off, do I it. promise. But everyone's in my DM saying, fire us up, Mac. This <laughs> is a team of destiny. Listen to me. This is going to be a series to watch. Both of these teams experienced 100 lost seasons just two years ago. They are teams that stumbled after really dominant starts in the regular season. They, at one point, both lost nine straight games. One of them backed into the playoffs, and the other lost their division on the last day of the year. One of them discarded their highest-paid player, and the other lost their best pitcher in April. One team has never won a World Series, and the other team has defied all expectations. They've proved every single doubter wrong. They made it here when nobody said that they would. This is the year of the underdog. All you big market teams can suck it because the D-backs and the Rangers are here to show you that baseball is for everyone and this series is about to be electric. And you know what? If you're not watching, shame on you shame, because this shame, series is shame. gonna rock. This is what fairy tales are made of. Tune in and let's freaking go Diamondbacks. Snacks all day, every day. 
snakes alive. I do want to add on to that and just say, (laughs) I do not understand the idea of this not being an exciting series. These are the two up and coming teams. They both have young stars that are going to be stars. This is the future of baseball. You were watching the future of baseball. Do you really want to see the goddamn Astros and the and the Dodgers again? Does anybody want to see that? Like, I don't understand how that could be more exciting. Why? Just it's because not. those are the teams that they want to see there because they think they belong? Like, just for casual fans. It's just wild. Yeah, I, mean, I want to yeah. watch Corbin Carroll. I want to watch Josh Young. I want to watch Evan Carter. I want to watch Raldo Perdomo. You know I want to watch Gabby Reno. I, I want to see anyone else. I have even been a I have even been a casual fan of other sports at times where it wasn't the big teams that have done it before that allured me. Sure. It was like the Tennessee Titans run that year it's that they story. made it to the Super Bowl. It it's was the story like that, that. how they yeah. got there that's exactly. so compelling. Exactly. As it was like, I'm not familiar with these players. Actually, that's okay. I want to get to know what their stories were like, their trials and their tribulations. And for two teams, as you pointed out, Michaela, that lost 100 games two years ago, you go, wow, that's a journey. I want to learn more about those teams. And so you're going to have hopefully seven games to learn more about that. You're going to get even more invested. And I don't think that the ratings are going to take the hit that everyone's. I don't don't think so. In this year in which attendance was at an all-time high, games are quicker. Can we talk about all these Twitter fucking dorks <laughs> that, that want to talk about TV ratings like they'll see a penny of right. it? That is uh, that True. is that is uh, the people's <laughs> producer, Damon Dog. You can follow him on Twitter at Damon Dog. Who cares about the ratings? We don't give a shit about ratings. We want to watch baseball. We're going to go watch it right now because it is about to start. Make sure to follow us all on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. She is at Michaela. E. e Perkins. He is at Patrick D Lions. Uh, again, Damon Dog. We are Damon's dogs. Uh, he's at D A W G. Uh, by the way, on Twitter, our shows at PHNX underscore D backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore Sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We love you guys. We appreciate you for stopping by. Go Snakes! Let's go snakes watch them win a World Series. Uh, thank you for stopping by. <laughs> and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when you get to watch your team in, in the, the goddamn World Series. Series.